Hello, this is Evangelist Vincent Skinner and you are listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses and stirs a hunger for God in you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch your life through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in and God bless. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'd like us to turn quickly to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. And a very well-known scripture at the river at West Palm Beach. And it goes like this. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone or any man who hangs on a tree. In order, he did this in order that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. Now, You've got some things in here, it says, he became a curse for us. And to understand the curse, you have to go all the way back. To understand the curse, you must know what the blessing is. And the first place we find the blessing in the Bible is obviously in Genesis chapter 1. Remember, God created the heavens and the earth and, you know, all the animals. And on the earth, he, he put a garden there and he put Adam there and Eve there. And everything was good. I mean, you know what they had in the garden? They had the blessing of God. They, they had God. There was no sickness. Somebody say, no sickness. No, sickness. no, disease. no disease. No lack. No, lack. no, poverty. no poverty. No problems. It was all good. And you know why they had it? Because they had God. And we, we understand. So how did the curse come into being? The curse came, we know, because... The serpent came, they sinned, and with sin came separation from God and the curse. And the curse represents sin, sickness, disease, poverty, anything that is, that is, that is contrary to what they had in the garden, contrary to really what happens in a person's life because God is with them. What is the blessing? Is it just a bumper sticker on the back of a car? No, the blessing is there because God is there. Think about that. Somebody said, how does the blessing work? Well, we see it in a scripture in the Bible where it says, God is doing a new thing. In the desert, there's a river flowing. You see, if the blessing of God is on your life, it doesn't matter where you go. Even if you go in the desert, even if you go where there's nothing, life comes because God is there. That's the blessing. See, so let's come back to the scripture to look at it. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Come on, think about that. He has redeemed us. In other words, he has broken the curse, redeemed us to something wonderful, to himself. And that means, here we go, sin. The power of sin is broken. The power of sickness and disease is broken. The power of poverty and lack is broken. Come on, can anybody say amen? This is very important to know. He redeemed us. It's broken. In other words, in Christ, if you are righteous here today and you are a child of God, those things have no legal right in your life. And the reason that it has no legal right is because God is with you. 
Because look at the next verse there. Come on, read with me. It says, in order, all this happened, he became a curse for us, in order that the blessing, there it is. See, this is the road map. It started in the garden. The blessing was there. It was lost because of sin. They were driven out of the garden. Then God found a man, Abraham. Everybody say Abraham. Abraham. And he revealed, because God's desire was that the blessing would come back to man. In other words, he wanted that fellowship to return to you and me so that all that was in the garden can come back to us. Come on. So that's why, you see, it goes from the garden, it was lost, and then he finds Abraham and he makes a covenant with Abraham. And then he says to Abraham, your seed, speaking of Christ, okay, your seed. So it goes, in order that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles, in other words, upon the nations, in other words, whoever will believe in him, in Jesus, in order that that blessing of Abraham will come upon you. For one sake, upon me. Upon me, all right? Upon me. In Christ Jesus. Everybody say, in Christ Jesus. That we, in order that we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit by faith. Hallelujah. Anyone born again here? All right? Do you know what has happened to you? Something amazing has happened to you. The Bible says... You are born again of an incorruptible seed, the Word of God. In other words, you are hidden in Him. You are hidden in Christ. The fact that you don't wake up tomorrow and you're not born again, and then the next day you're born, and then, you know, it, doesn't, it does not fluctuate because that seed that is living in you has given you eternal life. And you see, that seed, that seed, it says in order... That the blessing of Abraham, the blessing, everybody say the blessing, blessing, might come upon you in Christ. Why? Because Christ, the seed, is in you. <laughs> come on. Now, now watch this. And it says, in order that you might receive the Holy Spirit through faith. And here's the thing, you see. God started to bring the blessing back by making a covenant with Abraham. But he, he, he perfected it. He confirmed it. He, it came to that, that point, of, point of perfection and fulfillment in Christ. But, you see, Jesus said, it is better that I go because unless I go, the promise of the Holy Spirit cannot come. And when he comes, he will take all that is mine. And basically manifested in your life. So do you see, the blessing is upon you. If you're born again, you've got to realize something. It's resident in you. Because Christ is in you. And the Holy Spirit, He is watching over that seed, over that word to perform it. So do you see how the blessing works? Now, there's a wonderful scripture in Isaiah 51, verse 1 through, through 3, it says, Listen to me, you who follow after righteousness, and you who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the hole or the pit from which you were dug. Look to Abraham your father, and to Sarah who bore you, for I called him alone, and I blessed him, and increased him. Now we are in Christ. 
The key to the blessing to us is Christ, who is the fulfillment of that promise to Abraham. He is the seed. The Holy Spirit confirms it and manifests it. But I tell you what, we've got to look at Abraham. There's keys in his life to us stepping into it. Because why, if the, if the blessing is resident in us, why do we not all walk in the blessing? So it says, look to Abraham. You, you seek righteousness and you seek God. Come on, look to him. There's keys. And we don't, I mean, this, this uh, Pastor Corey will know, this is like a whole week teaching in itself. But I'm just going to pu- pull out some things here, okay. Some things about Abraham that are key. The first thing Abraham did that is very important in Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 through 20. It says, Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, which we know, many believe and I believe, is the, the, the high priest, Jesus, okay, brought out bread and wine, the first introduction of, of the covenant, speaking of the covenant to come, for he was the priest of God, of God most high. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hands. And Abraham gave him a tithe of all. (laughs) Come on. Abraham tithed. Tell somebody, Abraham tithed. You see, if you want what Abraham had, you've got to do some of the things Abraham did. All right? And he tithed. Tell somebody, he tithed. All right, I'm not going to knock that one. <laughs> the other thing Abraham did, which is very important, Abraham withheld nothing from God. When God asked it, he gave it. And we see it when God said to him, Abraham, you see, God promised Abraham a son, and Abraham could not have children. He was too old. And then he had a son. And there he was, Isaac. And God said, now, Abraham, take your son. Go up to that mountain, and I want you to sacrifice him there. And Abraham takes him to the mountain, binds him, puts him on the altar, takes the knife out, and is about to do it when when a voice comes out and said, Abraham, says the angel of the Lord, which we know is the Lord, said, Abraham, Abraham, stop. Look, there's a ram caught in the thickets. That's the sacrifice. But here's the amazing thing that happens. God said to Abraham, now he has the key, you see. He said, Abraham, now I know. See, this is the key to the blessing. Now I know that your heart is completely mine. Now I know that your heart is completely mine because you will withhold, because you will withhold nothing from me. I mean, you see, I tell you what, the blessing is all about that, all about the condition of your heart, all about that full surrender to God Almighty. Come on. You know what the Lord did at that moment? He said to him, your name was Abram, now I call you Abraham. And surely I will bless you, surely I will multiply you, and your descendants will be as the stars in the sky, and they will have power over the enemy in the gates, and they will, have, they will be a blessing. To the nations. It's because of what he did. Because he withheld nothing from God when God asked it. It is one of the keys that you and I can sit here today and have access to that blessing. Come on. Do you want to walk in it? Do you want to walk in the blessing? Then, then, then realize something. God wants the most important gift or seed from your life. And you know what it is? You. 
you. Come on, tell somebody, God wants you. <laughs> so you've got to make God's agenda yours, your agenda. Come on. You've got to make God's agenda your agenda, your heart. Look, we live, and then we die, and then there's eternity. <laughs> you know what? They, they, they worked it out that if you, a thousand years is as a, is as a day to the Lord and a day is as a thousand years. You know how long you live? No, about, about two to two and a half hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what are you going to do with your two and a half hours? Is it not better to give your life to the Lord, to sow it, to get behind His agenda? Come on now. The second thing is ownership. Ownership. Stop trying to own your life. He bought you with a price. He shed his blood. He bought you. He paid for you. You belong to him. When you got born again, it was a divine exchange. You took him. He took you. Come on, we're talking about who wants the blessing of God in your life. We're talking about keys here, all right? Third one is become a blessing. Don't give to get. Give to be a blessing. And God will bless you. You know, the Bible says some of you have not because you ask not, but some of you, you ask, but you do not get because you ask with selfish motives. Come on, be a blessing. That's what it's all about. All right? Fourth, be faithful in the things of God. Be faithful. Don't be up and down this way, that way. Don't say, okay, yes, I am, yes, I'm not. Because you know why? To God... Your heart is the most important thing. Why do you think it says in Corinthians chapter 9, it says, God loves a cheerful giver. Does he want you to do God's wills and be happy and joyful every time you give? No. You know what it's about? It's about your heart. He wants genuineness. He wants you. He wants to know, hey, you belong to me. And you, when you're doing, giving your tithe, when you're sowing, when whatever you're doing, whenever you've been a blessing, you're doing it because you love him. And your, your life, you, you're completely His. Do you think God is going to cause you to go through a valley of dryness when you are completely His? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Come on now. Fifth thing, and I like this one. Abraham took God by His word. This is one of the most important ones. Romans chapter 4, verse 20 through 22, it says, And he did not waver at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, <laughs> and being fully convinced that what God has promised, he was more than able to do. Come on. What God has promised, he is more than able, more than capable, beyond capable to do. All right? Now, here's the important reason why that statement, why that scripture is so important in Abraham's life. Because you see, when God came to Abraham and said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. There's a very important thing that happened. God made, God made a covenant. He said, I promise by myself. I make an oath that I'm, I'm not a man. I cannot lie. I make a promise that I will surely bless you. I will bless your seed and I will bless your descendants. Come on. 
<laughs> Two unchangeable things. Now, here's what you have to see in that. It's very important. You see the new covenant. Everybody say the new covenant. New covenant. A lot of people say, yes, the new covenant is between God and me. Yes, it is. But do you know, actually, the new covenant is, cannot fail for this reason. It is because it is between the Father and the Son. And whoever believes in him becomes part of it. So when God said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you by two unchangeable things. I am God. I cannot lie. And I make an oath. To, and I promise you by my word. You know what he was saying? Jesus Christ cannot fail. He is the living word. He is the spoken word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain forever. Do you understand? He was declaring the new covenant. That's what he was doing. Come on, everyone say, I want the blessing. Yeah. Now, do you believe all these things? Because you know, all these things are found in Christ. All these things will be manifested in your life by the power of the Holy Ghost. All you have to do is give Him your heart. Give Him your life. Give Him everything. And you know what? Believe. <laughs> oh, Lord, I believe that you are more than able, more than capable to do all those things that you have promised. So, do you believe that? All right, then I want to read some scriptures to you, and then we're going to take up the offering. Beloved, 3 John chapter 2, verse, sorry, 3 John verse 2. Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. Philippians chapter 4, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> Verse 19, and my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Come on, say that. My God, my God shall, supply shall supply all my needs, all my needs according, according to his riches in glory. Come on. I believe that you are more than able to perform this in my life, God. Hallelujah. <laughs> It is the blessing. Come on. Do you believe? Are you a believer together with Abraham? The Bible says if you believe with him, you are blessed with him. Yes. It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. And he adds no sorrow to it. Luke chapter 6 verse 33. Give and it will be given to you. Come on. How many of you know this verse? Give and it shall be given to you. Pressed down. Shaken together. And running over. See, that's what happens to somebody that, is, that has the blessing of God on them. Now, I want to say this to you. If you live this life, if you give your heart, if you give everything, if you believe, if you do all these things I spoke to today and you are genuinely in it, you won't have to beg for the blessing. You won't have to chase it down. It'll chase you down. Like Psalm 23. For goodness and mercy will follow me. All the days of my life. Now, here's the thing, you see. If you're paying your tithe, if, your heart, if you've given the most important um, seed, your heart, your life to him, and you've done all these things, you're living this way, and then you come to God and you say, I want to 
so I want to give because I want to be a blessing. See, there's two reasons. You want to bless God. That's the number one reason. You want to bless him. You want to throw God all the way. And then you know what? You want to love others and you want to be a blessing. And here's the thing. You want to support God's agenda. You know what his agenda is? It is the gospel. <laughs> it is the gospel. Come on, let's pray. And then I'm going to ask Pastor Corey to come up here. Come on, just, just raise your hands. Father, we thank you that the curse is broken in our lives. In the name of Jesus, I thank you that it has no right, no legal right in us. Thank you for the blessing that rests upon us because you are with us. And Lord, as we give tonight, we give to bless you. We give to honor you. As we give our tithes, we do it because we are faithful and we love you. Thank you, Lord. And Holy Spirit, we ask you to take all the promises of God all the things that are found in Christ, and we ask you to manifest it in our life. In Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show and receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with the power of the gospel and revival by clicking on the link in the description by visiting our website at worldrevivalministries.com. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to you joining our next podcast.